All right, everybody, welcome back once again. This is Don Seifert. It's the Dr. Tree Fruit and Don podcast. This is our eighth fruit bite, and I'm here with Dr. Carrie Peters. Say hi, Carrie. Hello, hello. Sorry, everyone. It's been a it's been a little bit since we've we, done we've had days. a busy we've had a busy last several weeks. So, so uh, Carrie, you said you have an update from yourself and Dr. Krawcheck. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. We're going to talk about insects and diseases today. So, um, hopefully, everyone has. They're on alert, and so here we go, okay? So this is from Dr. Greg Krofcheck. He said, codling moth adults continue their second slash third generation flight and will be active for another month. Also, the fourth generation of oriental fruit moth will be present in orchards during September into October. So site-specific monitoring for codling moth and oriental fruit moth is the only way to provide accurate information to assess pest pressure. So hopefully people are still checking their traps. Um, applications of Alticor or Delegate remain the most effective tools to control codling moth and oriental fruit moth. It is again a time when high numbers of nymphs and adults of brown marmorated stink bug are moving into orchards from adjacent woods. Brown marmorated stink bug monitoring traps placed at the border of orchards are very helpful in detecting migrating brown marmorated stink bug nymphs and adults. The most effective insecticides to control BMSB include pyrethroid products such as Bifenture and Brigade WSB, Danitol and Warrior, and Neonics such as Admire Pro, Assail, and Belay. In organic orchards, the most effective products are Azera, Pyganic, and Venerate. And then finally, he says, it is important to remember the absence of stink bugs during the season does not guarantee they will not become abundant in the orchard around harvest time. So I'm, I, this isn't in Greg's notes, but I'm going to say it for Greg, monitor, monitor, monitor. Okay, so the next is uh, a quick rundown about what you should be thinking about as far as diseases, tree fruit diseases. So what should be on everyone's mind right now are preventing rots, both pre-harvest rots and post-harvest rots. So first, just let's talk about the harvest, basically cultural control for harvesting in minimizing post-harvest and pre-harvest rots. So first, um, bruised and wounded fruit are susceptible to post-harvest rot, fruit rots, such as blue mold and gray mold. Uh, so while harvesting, make sure you handle fruit carefully when picking and transferring fruit from the bag to the bin to avoid bruising and wounding. Uh, the more mature fruit, the more susceptible it's going to be to storage diseases. So that's, everyone should be aware of that. So make sure this goes without saying harvest fruit at proper maturity. And I'm sure hopefully the majority of folks are doing that right now. Uh, inoculum sources for rot pathogens causing disease in storage. Um, there's a very good chance as far as especially what we're seeing right now in my grad students post-harvest work is that a lot of these post-harvest rot pathogens are actually hitching a ride out in the orchard. Um, so they're, they're going to be coming from the outside. Um, so whether that's from, you know, within the tree or that could be from debris uh, or any soil that's in the bins. Um, so it's very important. Number one, we'll talk about fungicides in a minute, but just cultural control with sanitation using clean bins and minimizing the amount of soil and plant debris that's on the bins, on and in the bins. 
So warm pathogens encourage pathogens, I'm sorry, warm temperatures encourage pathogens to grow. So if possible, I mean, it's hot these days, but it's important to keep fruit cool, fruit cool after harvest. So, you know, it might be a challenge, uh, but keeping bins in shade, in the shade is ideal. And then finally, you know, another method for minimizing post-harvest rots and, and, you know, the packers will make you very happy in this case is that making sure that you're minimizing the time between harvesting, delivering the fruit. Um, so that's another as far as cultural general management technique for minimizing rots. But let's talk about chemicals. Um, so first of all, uh, I had a chat recently with someone who I won't out, um, but they basically said, hey, uh, the last fungicide sprays are like right now, like we just have to put them on our last fungicide sprays on at the end of um, August, stuff like Maravon, and then we're good to go for the rest of the season. I said, um, no way, Jose, do you want to be doing that, especially for cultivars that are being harvested in October or November? Um, you have to remember that as far as fruit rots goes, uh, they don't really don't care when you put away your your sprayer and you know we're seeing the last few years a very rainy september's and early october's so you know fruit rots what we're seeing now with fruit rots um and this is some early data from my student is that the fruit rots coming out of storage basically from the the last spray and harvest was 40 days so those fruits are essentially naked going into storage so very be very mindful as far as you know, when your last spray is, when you're expecting to harvest, and as far as if those fruits aren't going to be moved fast and they're going to be sitting in storage for a while, it really behooves you to kind of keep that sprayer going and ready to go for those later cultivars, especially something like the Fuji's Pink Ladies. Um, so just be mindful of that. Please don't put away your sprayer at the end of August thinking that you're going to be good to go for those cultivars later in the season. So what should you be spraying? Uh, well, Captan is always the good go-to, but I understand the residue issue with some folks uh, with regards to Captan. But the best products right now are Maravon, which is the zero-day PHI, Luna Sensation, Flynn Extra. Those two fungicides have a 14-day PHI. Please, please, please put on one of those sprays as either your last spray or the last two sprays. Uh, they will go a long way in mitigating fruit rots, um, not only for bitter rot, which is the, basically a Honeycrisp problem. And I know Honeycrisp is going to be harvested, you know, for the next couple of weeks, depending on which Honeycrisp you're harvesting, um, but also for those later varieties. Um, you know, all fruits are susceptible to rots. Uh, so, you know, be mindful of what you're putting on and when, and, you know, the last sprays are going to go a long way, especially if you're keeping anything in storage for a period of time. You know, I'm, I'm talking for a couple months and, you know, I know a lot of growers out there listening, they fall into that boat. Um, so be mindful of that. Okay. Uh, and now the last thing I just want to mention is Marcinina. Well, two things I want to mention. Marcinina blotch. I'm seeing this rage in the orchard right now. If you're seeing premature defoliation or leaves looking a little funky, uh, like in Rome's or even Gold Delicious, I think Galas are also showing a little bit of issue. Uh, this is Marcinina blotch. You know, I've been talking about this for the last five years. And another reason to make sure you have something like Maravon or Luna Sensation or Flinextron is that these sprays will go a long way in limiting defoliation of 
the tree. Uh, we're trying to limit premature defoliation by Marcinina blotch. At this stage, it may be a challenge to limit infection because infection probably occurred several months ago and there's a latent period and it's, the symptoms are popping up now. Um, but, you know, the trees get really stressed out when they defoliate by the end of September. So, you know, Marivon, Luna Sensation, um, they keep the leaves on the trees and that's what you want to do. Um, so please, 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 again, don't put your away your sprayers now, especially if you're going to be continuing to harvest later in the season. Um, and again, take home message, Marivon, Flynn Extra, Luna Sensation as your last sprays. And with that, the last thing I just want to mention, sooty blotch and fly speck. Yes, sooty blotch and fly speck infections can occur through September, even early October. Uh, so again, don't rest on your laurels thinking I'm done with sooty blotch and fly speck control. I can tell you this firsthand is that last year I had a Fuji block that I stopped spraying at the end of August and it was clean of everything at the end of August. But when I braided them at the mid-October, they were loaded with sooty blotch and fly, sooty blotch and fly speck because they had been without fungicides for six weeks. Um, so those late infections can still occur. So just a heads up, that's a little easier to control. Um, you know, Captan, Topsin, that'll do a good job with limiting sooty blotch and fly spec, as well as whatever you're doing for rots, like Marivon, Flynn Extra, Luna Sensation. So that's my really fast rundown because I've got another meeting in five minutes, but I just wanted to make sure to for about rots, Marcinina blotch, and sooty blotch and fly speck to be on people's radars right now. Again, if you take away from this podcast anything, it's don't believe that your last spray is going to be the late August when you're still harvesting well into October and November. Uh, and so, and then as far as Greg's final words, if he were here, he would say, make sure you're monitoring your traps. Uh, so with that, Don, did I miss anything? Anything to add? Uh, just the one point uh, yes. where Marcinina, also called apple blotch in some of the literature. Oh, yes. Marcinina, thank you for that. Yes. I've been flipping between the two. Apple blotch is Marcinina blotch. Um, so apple blotch slash Marcinina blotch are the same, same disease. It just depends on where you are in the world and how it's called. Cool. That was, I just want to, because I know we had talked about thank that you. earlier in the season and I, I figured... If they miss that yes. one, they can catch this one. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Don. Thanks for that. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks, Carrie. I know this was a quick one. Uh, yep. Folks listening to this, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, let us know, you know, if you have any questions, uh, we'll, we'll put them on air. All right? Yeah, all right. Thank you very all much. Right. Have a good one, everybody. Yeah, Say, you, yep. Likewise, you too. Bye. Bye.